Yo, what's poppin' world? It's your man Trey Cray here with Street Politics and Podcast with a kind of an out of the blue show. Uh, real life incidents always lead to real life situations, but most importantly, it always can lead to a real life conversation, and that's what I'm gonna go ahead and kick this shit off with. First and foremost, I just had a real incident just happen, and unfortunate enough, it was too close to home. My son, coming home from school, had an incident where a 16-year-old girl slash boy, if you know what I mean, attempted to want to play and attempt to rob him out of his hoodie. I guess as a game, let it come from her mouth, but you and I all know there's no such thing as games when it comes to anybody brandishing or showing a firearm and attempt to take something off your back that belongs to you. There's no game in that. There's no playing in that, especially if we don't know each other. That seems like a serious situation. And by all means, true emotions come out when things like this happen. You have a family like mine who's upset. You have our child who may be traumatized and terrified because of the situation. Now he's going to look over his shoulder unnecessarily extra because of this situation happening to him. And it's fair to say it's granted. He should, but he shouldn't have to. And that's the problem. Parents, one thing that I got from this situation because the mother of the person who had the firearm actually said out her mouth that she just recently lost a child. I'm guessing to street violence or something that happened in the streets because as a result, her daughter's carrying a pistol and a holster too. Now, one thing I know for sure, Wisconsin law says you have to be 18 years old to even carry a firearm in the state. This girl is 16. But she has a firearm. And she's using this firearm. Rather she pulled it out. Rather she's letting it be seen. As her means. To try to transfer fear into somebody. Which again. It's not right. Nobody should have to live in fear. Walking down their street. Especially going from school to home. That kind of situation. Does not sit well with me. Or my family. And that's one thing that's not going to be tolerated. I don't give a damn what part of the city we stay in. Hoods, suburbs, outskirts. It doesn't matter. Nobody should have fear for their life or their belongings just by walking from school to home. Literally, a seven-minute walk. That wouldn't sit well on anybody, any one of us parents, who kid goes out here, goes to the park, goes to the store, goes to family house, whatever the case may be. That right there would really make us put a halt to shit like that. Because you don't know the intentions of others. Yeah, we love ours. We love ours with every sound piece of bone and blood vessel in us. But we can't expect that same love of respect from outsiders. Thus, It forces us to protect ours by any means. 
And one thing, again, that nobody should ever have to go through is fear. From their child walking from school to home and vice versa. Just doesn't sit well with me. So, as like a pilot to Street Politic and Podcast, I'm going to use this as my first official, I'm going to call it my point five. This is not episode one, this is point five. This is something that just happened live, no more than 20 minutes ago. And I just want to get the people's feel on it because it's something that really has to really change, man. It's the mindset of us, us parents, our kids, no matter what, are sponges to us. It's funny how when we're not around, but somebody's around our kid. Your kid can tell you, yeah, so-and-so say, I look just like you. I sit just like you. I act just like you. I sleep just like you. I eat just like you. I talk just like you. I sound just like you. They are sponges of us. So when our kids is out here misbehaving out here, part of us feel like we should blame the parents when I believe it's the kids. A lot of these kids know right from wrong. But yet they decide to walk the path that they feel is necessary for them. And if that's the case, us parents should be more parenting when it comes to the consequences that our kid may face. Now, I'm not saying allow no harm to your child. Never. Because I wouldn't allow none to mine. But sometimes we do have to let these kids really see the consequences of their decision. If we keep protecting them from them consequences... We can all, we're going to always sit there and sing the song, something's wrong with this kid. I don't know what's wrong with this kid. The problem is you. Let's just be honest. If my kid goes out here and robs 50 banks, guess what everybody's going to say? Where the fuck is his daddy? Where's his mama? They're not really looking into the actions of him. They're looking into the one who raised him. And why ain't the one who raised him more involved in keeping their kid and preventing them from doing the stupid shit that they're doing? And you got to really ask yourself, is that such a bad question? It's really an honest question. Our kids learn everything. Everything that our kids learn starts from home. If we got a kid that's at school misbehaving, we can't really sit there and say and put it all completely on the kid for how they act. We got to kind of take responsibility of what they do when they're here. It starts at home. And whatever that lady that pumped into her daughter's head, whatever that may be, maybe that message was fully about protecting herself because she just recently lost her son. It could be. But nevertheless, that girl got that pistol and she's out here doing what the fuck she wants to with it. And it has nothing to do with protection. That looks like 100% bullying, which we're completely against over here at Street Politics. We don't do that shit. At all. We don't condone it. We damn sure don't endorse it. But it's just something you people really, all of us, I'm not even going to just say y'all, all of us really need to really sit down and think about the actions of our kids. And if they really are going off the rail, what consequences are we really introducing them to? Do their rewards outweigh the consequence? Because if so, why would they ever sit there and actually try to do right? 
if the consequence isn't severe enough for a child to want to change their ways or change their behavior or just give it a different thought, maybe our consequences are just too soft. Remember back in the day when your mama caught you playing with the stove and she turned that motherfucking fire on and put your hand on it? How many of you motherfuckers actually went back and put your hand on that stove? I'll wait. Because I don't think not now one of you motherfuckers, including me, put our hands back on that stove. The consequence was so severe, I never wanted to experience it again. Therefore, I changed my mindset. I changed my action. I'm telling you, sometimes I feel like them old school tactics was, is still to this day the best tactics to use. Regardless of what, we all got to do better. This situation this afternoon could have definitely got ugly. It could have definitely been a situation where I probably wouldn't even have had a chance to go ahead and upload this episode. Because I had a gun put to my, not to my face, but pulled out of my face. And we all know streets engagement rules. You don't pull that bitch unless you're blowing it. And if you fuck around and pull it and don't blow it, you got to deal with whatever consequence come behind that. Hey. I'm not here to say what that girl's consequence is going to be. But all I know, I pray for. It's your man, Trey Cray. Street politicking, man. I'm out. I had to get that off my chest. And I'm glad I got this platform to actually be able to utilize it for this kind of reason. Because I feel better now. (laughs) You guys enjoy the rest of your evening. Tune in. And please follow me, Street Politic and Podcast on Facebook, Street Politic and Podcast on Twitter. And I definitely appreciate the support. Remember, don't let nobody ever take your cloud away. Pop your motherfucking shit hood. I'm out.